One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. I'm an Amazon seller. I think a lot about the problems that sellers have and actually just how to grow your business. I get really excited about like all the nerdy stuff. We're going to get into something that's very unique, that's had some changes over the years. And I brought a guest that is innovating and offering a really unique perspective on how to launch products in different ways. You can build up attention and win the Amazon algorithm. I have Alina from AZ Rank, who has been around for years. One story I want to dive in with her is she got in business because she actually failed her first product launch. So I like how that kind of puts a chip on her shoulder to keep going. Alina, welcome. Very happy to be here and thank you for having me. All right. So tell us your story and your failure. Okay. So how this Amazon magic journey, as I like to call it, started, right? It was 2017. My husband and I were, we have a entrepreneurship business, let's say here in Romania as well, but we were expanding into, we're looking to expand into more e-commerce and he found the Amazon. And we said, okay, let's learn it. Let's try and use the European marketplaces since they were here and closer to us. Let's try to use those and learn Amazon because we knew from the first sight that this wasn't easy. It would be a learning process in the full meaning of it. So we actually did that. We did pretty well, kind of a wholesale model. So we have a toy business here in Romania. We're distributing some particular brands of toys, which some of them come from Europe, some of them are coming from China. Toys and baby children articles, right? So we have a warehouse. And I said, since we already have those products in our warehouse, why don't we try to talk to the brands and see if they let us put them on Amazon so we already use the inventory we have in order to, I mean, before ordering the new one, right? And we did. Actually, they were very big products. They were like, garden slides and swings and stuff like that we were doing them fbm from romania but we sold a couple of containers in the european markets or yes first year was only amazon uk and next year we also added out of romania shipping is cheaper here than in the us (laughs) i know it sounds crazy but it actually is so yeah that's how it started and after about six months or before the second summer came uh, for these products we said i think i got this i think i can go right now and start to look into private label because you know private label was the holy thing of amazon you need needed to be there yeah in the us right so looked into baby i was just having my second baby so i was a new mom obviously looking into baby stuff right <laughs> all new moms do that so yeah. i um I made a baby product after a very long time of research, eight months or so, market was nothing. When I launched, the market was nothing similar to what it was eight months ago. That was actually one of my first mistakes, if I look back right now. Made tons of photos, 50 times photo shoots, everything had to be perfect until the tiniest little detail. Long story short, launch happened, no sales were coming in. I was getting a little bit desperate, starting to look into, you know, learning more and more and specifics for the U.S. market. I remember I was, with one hand, I was pushing the stroller with my baby to fall asleep. And on the other hand, I was with the phone on Instagram, finding influencers and stuff like that to post. YouTube, Pinterest, 
I tried everything that was available. I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for that experience. The learning that happened and the eye-opening that, okay, this is so much more. It's really interesting that you guys, you know, are out of a country that does not serve, you know, doesn't have like Amazon. So you were able to succeed a little bit in Europe, but found a lot of headwind in the U.S. market. So then you got really more as your story evolves, because you ultimately now you like help launch products. Yes. Right? And we, we have one and a half, let's say, successful brands, two successful okay. brands. So yeah. we made it. <laughs> we finally okay. made it. Yeah, you sell your own stuff too. So let's give a little bit of a background before we mm -hmm. jump into the next, because I know a little bit about what you do. To give some context of like, so I have had a few people over the years talk about rebates. I even had a guy, uh, rebate jump on and you know talked about like hey this is like totally this is term of service compliant until it wasn't until amazon came out and kind of like pushed against and said like hey you know these rebates rebate key you know they rebate they, they, key yes they pushed them out as mm -hmm. like we think this is manipulative and so that actually forced a lot of people to like switch strategies because oh, there yeah. were thousands of sellers that were employing these strategies where they would basically have incentivized purchases, not incentivized reviews, just incentivized purchases because, and right now, like, you know, that it's impossible to get rid of all of it, but that did stop the way that people, sometimes people talk about it. I just wanted to give that background because we're going to talk about, Alina told me about a very interesting innovation here that kind of changes the experience. There will be some similarities. And so, you know, if you guys think this is you know, not for you, that's okay. I do think that it's worth talking about, but it also leads into a few other services that you built. The second half, we're going to talk about some two new things that you have built off of this service. So that's the background. So tell me a little bit about, you know, search, find, buy, and how you have evolved around what Amazon talks about. Yes. You either love it or you hate it, right? The search, find, buy. That's how yep. people are about it. In my opinion, it has been there, it was okay, but it has always been in the gray area. I remember even it was maybe 2019 when people were asking new sellers launching their first product, is this okay? Is this TOS compliant? And I always would respond, this is according to your tolerance to risk. I personally believe that you cannot succeed on Amazon, fully succeed without taking some risks. Some of them may be higher than your initial plan. But yes, I see it in the gray area. The way we do it right now, it has four major differences that we tried to correct, to reinvent, to find workarounds for them since TOS change in 2021, November. So everybody knows that back in the days, it was search, find, buy, simple as that. Sometimes it wasn't even that, it was just a link. People would use a link, click on it, purchase, everything was done in three seconds. Major issue for the Amazon algorithm, if you ask me. So what did we do? First of all, in one of the interpretations, TOS has hundreds of interpretations. In one of them, in ours, it means that you wouldn't be allowed to give your buyer, either be it ManyChat or Search Find Buy or whatever, friends and family, a specific keyword that he or she should search for, right? 
So first change, first, our first modification is this. We either give them a list of keywords to choose from by their own will, by their own buyer behavior. We do not know what keyword they will choose or no keyword at all for newer products. Here's a product that we want to do some market research on. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And so then the buyers find the product however they want to. And I understand that you ask them some questions, some market research questions. Yes. That's step number two. So this was step number one. Yes, they search for a keyword of their own will and then find it, right? After they find it, it comes a survey or market research or however you want to call it, which is custom. I mean, can be customized per seller and per product. You as a seller and a client of ours can give us a specific line of questions for each product that you come with. Or we can set up some, let's say, more general questions that we ask about your listing, photos, some competitors that you want to see people's opinions about, stuff like that. So that would be step number two. Step number three, it is the purchase. So they actually end up purchasing it. Now, here comes the, also the third difference, let's say workaround. I like to use this workaround that we found. We are not paying them as a rebate because it wasn't a rebate. You will see why it wasn't a rebate immediately. It was a market research and we are paying them for that market research because after the purchase and after the initial market research they did on your listing, it comes another line of feedback from them about the actual product. And these questions can be packaging, size, weight, flavor, color, ideas for new products, whatever you can think about for your product. And that's number four. So the difference in the change that I'm just going to summarize mm -hmm. what I th is this is just like a full on like, you know, market research. You're going to say you want, you know, 30 people to give 30 different opinions on the purchase experience and the unboxing experience, the and a competitive landscape of your product. I think, you know, this definitely improves on the uh, letter of the law of like, you know, what's actually happening. I think some sure. people will interpret this as like yes. very similar to the previous thing. And so it can very relate back to, you know, people's opinions. I've never done any of this stuff. I've been very tempted, but ultimately never pull the trigger, but like, boy, was it a big deal for a lot of people that launched like successful products this is how they made that difference and this certainly will like have some like halo effects sure the uh, surveys are also valuable everything and, and, in it has its own little value which adds together yeah exactly like i always try to explain especially to newer sellers that you cannot base yourself, you cannot rely on just one single thing during a launch. Those days are over. You cannot do only rebates. Actually, you cannot do them at all, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot do only PPC. You cannot do only one thing. You should do a little bit of more. I wouldn't say everything because it's complicated to do everything in 2023 uh, with everything that Amazon changed in the last couple of years. But also, as you said, some sellers had very successful tons of sellers millions of sellers had very successful launches using this strategy 
but sure. along the way the ones that actually really succeeded they had a really actual complex launch plan and had more stuff in it this was just a tiny little piece which if you do it who did it correctly didn't have anything to suffer back in the days as well okay and then i think a great way to transition this conversation but also like actually build on it is talk about ugc that's user generated mm -hmm. content and how brands are like doing this today a lot of time they want you know several ugc creators and again you know they have to have the product and so they'll have them just purchase it they could ship it to them directly or it's just easier and faster hey go purchase this and you know we'll uh, reimburse but like around this idea of creating a ugc content where the customers create like their own video response of the product so you already have an audience that are buying this product so you certainly can leverage them to create ugc which is generally considered just like a unprofessional video real life i call it a real life review correct yes it's called photo life with an f and we have it since last okay. year we use our not all of them there is a very complex process of selecting the people that actually can create because our creators aren't influencers right they do not go and have audiences on uh, yeah, they make money just on creating the content not just creating the content exactly yeah. just creating the content and that content can be of course photos which you can furthermore edit to make it professional looking and use it on your listing or your, your a plus or social media or videos that you can use wherever especially i recommend filling in the related video line underneath your listing from day one because this way is amazon likes that a lot and if you don't fill it in your competitors will jump on your listing and fill that in and also something that i i would like to share for your audience is very very underused section of our pdp which is the q a section a very small percentage of sellers actually use that to upload videos you can answer the questions with a video and you can have that question answered in such a nice way that you can explain so much more about your product that's also something that we do with our ugc we can for example provide answers to a line of 10 questions that you can answer in a matter of a few weeks and then You'll have all those videos, which will look like some video reviews on top of the actual reviews, you know, because, because that section, th those uh, videos actually show on top of the reviews. So people scrolling down to the reviews, especially on mobile, are going to find Interesting. So this UGC becomes not necessarily just like UGC that can be used in like brand content, but kind of like... Uh, part of your Amazon listing. Yeah, part of the Amazon listing and the reviews like it really much feels like this like you know the user videos that i see on product pages they're very much a part of the review system and sometimes they're actually a video review of the product is that right or are they separate is the videos from customers is that separate from like the product reviews no they show up together on top on all the videos okay wow very interesting so the same people it's not they, done at the same time so not done at the same time it's not the same transaction or whatever, you know, like it's a separate. No. Yes, it's separate. We need to discuss it separately. There are the same people, but somehow different. Each has their own job or a job at a time. But okay. yes, we're building up on our 
very valuable people database to leverage UGC, which has already begun to be very important. And I think in the next year, it's going to be everything people are going to talk about. I mean, even on Amazon's little TikTok clone, Inspire, I think that is like a little bit of UGC there as well. It's very product focused. And actually, I think Amazon is paying some of those creators an affiliate commission for their Inspire videos. I'm not sure. Shoot, Amazon pays people in all sorts of ways. They got affiliate commission. I've got a friend that gets paid just for sending Amazon his shopping receipts. (laughs) Yeah, if he goes grocery shopping, he takes a picture, sends it to Amazon, and he only gets like, you know, $10, $20 a month. But But still, he does it. And I like roll my eyes. I'm like, this is just not even worth the efforts to me. I think to him, it's just kind of found money. UGC actually has a different, I did not realize to like leverage UGC on the customer videos. If I had thought about that, I would have created a podcast just to talk about this specific thing because I know there are some products that are underutilizing this. Brands that could lean in further with their customers to be like, upload these videos so that, you know, and hopefully get a few really solid ones that help people understand the product benefits. And so definitely part of a a launch strategy or even just an improvement strategy. Works at any time, at any moment. If you're talking about a brand new launch, since you've been working on that product for so long, why wouldn't you want to open, make it live with a full list of videos there? Because, you know, you're pushing a lot of money into PPC and doing all kinds of this and that. People getting on your listing should have more than just a couple of photos, maybe the A plus and one video, right? If they can, if there's room for that, why don't you use it for free for now? We don't know how long it's going to be for free. And then the final thing that like uh, part of AZ ranks, like repertoire that you have, um, is something that I've always found very fascinating. I still don't fully understand that I've used the service myself, but it's like press coverages or yes. like a PR release around a product. Now I've done this for like smart scout as we've like, you know, want to get a little bit of like coverage, but mm-hmm. there's things called like uh, a wire where like you can like do a press release on a wire, whether like that's Google news or I think Cision is a company that has a wire. I don't fully understand it. All I know is there's a lot of people in the press and the PR industry. They put together a release, put it on the wire. And then all of a sudden that gets blasted to like, you know, 30, 40 websites. Exactly. That's the press release. Yes. What we do is a little bit different than that. I don't know how to better call it. It can be a product review inside a publication or it can be a press article talking about your product. But it's basically a full piece of content with photos, sometimes video, links to your Amazon product or web store or store or can be Shopify, whatever. So this is not just Amazon, but talking about our Amazon example, right? It's a full piece of content. It's like, um, I don't know, you're reading a magazine, a live magazine of a couple of pages talking about something, a product or a person, right? Our publishers are not this kind of uh, what you said, like Yahoo or Google News or all the press release types of publications. Ours are like Cosmopolitan, Refinery29, Pop Sugar, Bustle, 
Forbes, those type of magazines that actually write full articles mm -hmm. talking about most of the times they require samples. They test the product they're going to write about and then they will give a review. So the way we do it inside the article, of course, that talks about your product, there's a link that goes to your Amazon listing, right? That link would be the attribution. This way, all the conversions that you get from that article will get you your 10% bonus back because of using the attribution link. That's one thing. And second thing, which I think it's the most important uh, and the thing that differentiates us from anybody else out there is that we are a CPC-based model. So you only pay for the clicks you get on the link inside the article. So not on the article itself. We don't charge for the people that read the article. We charge only for the people that click and go to your product on Amazon. So this service is like, you know, reaching out to like a Forbes or whatever. I mean, like, hey, we're, we want to do an editorial on a product. And based off of the clicks that that generates, that's how sellers would be paying for the service. Is that right? Yes, correct. There are some budget tiers. Let's take an example. I think it's easier like that. You want to launch a product, right? You're coming to us. And I'm going to say, this product would fit into Forbes and this and Cosmopolitan and Bustle, right? Each of these public publishers require a $6,000. That's the actual amount. Promise. So not charge. Nothing will be charged. Just a commitment from your side that once the article is live and it performs well, because sometimes you'll see, I'm going to explain, sometimes there aren't enough clicks to reach the budget. So if this article goes well within the next weeks, months, you agree to pay the full $6,000 or maybe even increase it if you're happy with the results, right? So that's their required budget because they are writing the article. Each publisher are writing their own piece, are testing the samples are and are doing all the research about your product, right? Okay, so you say, okay, I'm fine with that. I will promise to pay $6,000 if this campaign, if this article perform. And then the article goes live and you only get, I don't know, 200 clicks or let's say 500 clicks at a $2 click, at a $2 CPC. That's $1,000. That's all that you're going to pay. Your article is going to be in Forbes, stay there forever. You can use it in your, I don't know, featured in and stuff like yeah. that. The SEO runs on it because it's still going to be on Google and everything. And you can use yeah. it in blogs, but you're not going to pay nothing more than just those clicks. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting and a unique way. Sounds like it's like off Amazon CPC, you know, like your Kind of, yes. And it can be very much based off of performance. And Correct. the questions that I would be asking would be, okay, what type of article and how well like is the audience going to be lined up with the use case of needing this product? Either that way, depends that, a lot on the product too, you know? Of it's, course, exactly, exactly. Those are the questions that people want to ask is like mm -hmm. what products this is best for. Well, Alina, I think you're unique out there. You're being very creative in bringing attention and improving, you know, a product's like ability to sell through. All three of these were like unique. You know, you got a market research slash search find by kind of I, It has a name. I okay. baptized it 
store, <laughs> which comes from scan, test, observe, and report. Store. There we go. Store, scan, test, observe, and report. So gone is search, find, buy. Gone. Gone. We don't have that. We don't say those words. That's a cuss word no. around. And then the second is like this UGC and the- Photo uh, live. Yes. Photo live, as you call it. And then it sounds like you need a name for this press coverage. And if you, press X. It has a name. Press, press X. X. Press okay. X. Okay. Three interesting services. If anyone's interested, how can they get a hold of you? The easiest way is by email, and that's the place and I where I respond faster. It's my name, Alina, A-L-I-N-A, at azrank.com. azrank.com. Awesome. The truth is, is I think most of those, like we could dive in further on each of those, and every seller is going to have a unique perspective. But at the very least, I think it's interesting. I always want to know, you know, about new tricks and optimizations and new ways of thinking of growing attention, audience, and sales on Amazon products. And I think you have a few that can be very helpful. And you do it all the way from Romania. I'll have to be honest, like your English accent is pretty darn good. Thank uh, you. You should try uh, Romanian. I was telling Alina, like my wife's been to Romania several times, like her family's got, sounds tough. Well, thank you, Alina, for your time. That's our show. Stay tuned for the next one. Cannot wait to see you again. All right. Thank you. Take care. One, two, three. Yeah.